Hey, what's up, automotive world? This is the Automotive Diagnostic Podcast. My name's Sean Tipping. I'm coming to you with another tech tip today. Uh, today's tech tip is going to be a 2018 Chevrolet Silverado 4x4 that has a trailer brake warning light on. And this would be for the factory built-in trailer brake system, which a lot of these Silverados and the GMC Sierras come from the factory with. Of course, you can have aftermarket trailer brake setups, but these ones come factory with it. And if you work on a lot of these trucks from, I would say, 15 or 16 and up, You've probably noticed that they have a lot of issues with this system. And so uh, whether it be, you know, connecting to the trailer or even when there's no trailer connected, I seem to see a lot of these trucks. I even have friends with these trucks where these uh, warning lights will come on the dash intermittently. And that can be a frustrating thing because uh, it can be tough to nail down. And let me just say this before we get into it is there are multiple problems with this system and there's multiple TSBs for this system having faults as well. So the problem I'm going to describe to you here today may not be the end all be all. There's probably other things that can definitely go wrong with your system. You do, you want to do your checks, but this is at least one place that I think would be a good place for you to look to give a visual inspection because it's a good possibility that this could be part of the problem. I've seen it a few times now, and I just went through it this week, so I wanted to cover it here. So let me give you the scenario. Again, this is a 2018 Chevrolet Silverado. It does have the trailer brake package, which not all of them do, but this one does, of course. That's why the light's on. And this truck was actually diagnosed at a dealership, and they told them it needed a chassis control module. And so this chassis control module sits up above the spare tire in the back of the truck. And there's another module that it basically operates, which is going to be your trailer brake control module. And so these modules work in tandem. And quite honestly, I don't know why Chevrolet didn't just put them into one module. I mean, they're within eight inches of each other back there in the back of the vehicle and uh, probably could have gotten away with doing one module. But who knows? That's probably why I'm not an engineer. <laughs> Anyways, the dealership told them why their trailer brake warning light is coming on is because the chassis control module has failed, needs to be replaced. So the customer of the owner of the vehicle decided for whatever reason, they didn't want to get it fixed at the dealership. They brought it to an independent shop. And this is the independent shop that I work with. And they said, Hey, can you just replace this for us? Sure. We'll get the part. And they got the chassis control module right from GM and they installed it, called me, said, Hey, can you come program this? Sure thing. I'll come in. So I come in and one of the first things that I do, uh, you know, of course we want to do an all system DTC scan on just about everything, especially if we're diagnosing something, uh, but even programming, we want to do this because of course you're going to have codes. Let's, let's say a blank module is installed like it is here. Of course you're going to have codes. You're going to have things that don't function correctly until the module is programmed, but at least in General Motors and most of the vehicles I work on, you should be able to communicate with the module that you are going to program. 
Okay. Again, could be codes, could be things that aren't working with that module, but you should be able to talk to it with your scan tool. And I've gotten the habit of verifying this on GMs before I actually open up the SPS programming software, enter the VIN, go in and try to program the module because the SPS software will attempt to program the module and it'll come up with a fail if it can't communicate with it. And I've run into this uh, quite a bit for various reasons. I've seen modules where the technician didn't plug it in all the way. I've seen it where fuses are popped. And like this scenario, I've seen it where the the module replacement was not the proper fix for the problem. And in that case, I'll just hook up a scan tool. I'll do a quick scan and I'll make sure that I can actually communicate with the module I'm going to attempt to program. Well, of course, in this scenario, I was not able to communicate with the chassis control module. And I do want to make a note here, and I actually probably haven't been using the correct name for this component. Depending on the RPO options of these trucks, and of course with these Chevrolet pickup trucks, there are a ton of different options, probably more so than you know, any other vehicle out there, it seems there's so many options with the RPO codes and you got to use those to know what you're working on. There is a chassis control module, like I mentioned, and then there is a chassis control module auxiliary. And that's actually the one that we're dealing with here. So especially if you're using an aftermarket scan tool, I just wanted to make a note here that if you're in and you're trying to communicate with modules, it is possible and I'd say likely because I've seen this a couple times where these trucks will not be equipped with the chassis control module but they are equipped with the chassis control module auxiliary and that's actually the one that we're dealing with here that deals with the trailer brake setup and so if you're in a scan tool and you're trying to talk to this control module you need to know which one you're talking about um, just for reference, uh, General Motors likes to use alphanumeric codes a lot of the time with their control modules to identify them. It's kind of like a European type thing. And the code for this control module, in, at least in this application, is K38A. So if you're looking on your diagram... Um, or potentially in your scan tool, you'll see this chassis control module auxiliary listed as K38A. But again, what I wanted to stress here is there is a just chassis control module, and that may not be equipped on the vehicle you're working on. So if you try to talk to it, <laughs> it, it will come up with no communication or not equipped. What you're actually shooting for here, if if you're dealing with the trailer brake assembly and a module that's mounted over the spare tire, is the chassis control module auxiliary. And it's important to note that. Um, but either way, regardless of which chassis control module I was trying to talk to, I wasn't able to. This truck was not equipped with the chassis control module. It was equipped with the chassis control module auxiliary. Of course, that's what they replaced. I can't communicate with it. So immediately I tell the shop, hey, I can't communicate with this thing. There's no point in me even attempting to program this new one. Do you want me to figure out what's going on? 
And they said, yeah, why, why don't you do that? So first things first, I just want to check the fuse because I've seen this before a lot of times on uh, GM fuel pump control modules where the old module will pop the fuse and we just need to do a fuse replacement. And there's actually three different fuses for this that I want to check. They all check out good. They all have power. Okay, so I'll move on. I need to go back to the module here and see am I getting power and ground to it? Okay. I can't communicate with it. So that's going to be one of my first steps. So what I do is I reach up over the spare tire. I unplug the module, pull the connector down. And, you know, maybe this is a mistake because I could disturb something if it's a pin fit or whatever, but I'll do my checks once the connector's down. You can't really access this thing unless you have the spare tire down. And I didn't feel like doing that quite yet. So I unplugged it and I pulled the connector around the spare tire so I could do some tests. And I check for two powers and one ground. That's according to the diagram what I need for this thing to operate. Of course, there's communication wires as well, and we'll deal with those if we have to. But first thing I want to check on a module that's not communicating, uh, considering it was the only one that I couldn't communicate with, let's check powers and grounds and see where we're at. And this leads me to where I want to go. I have a ground. And I have one of my powers, but on the other ignition feed, I don't have anything on that wire. I have no power. So um, it's as simple as figuring out why. I had checked that fuse. I had power on that fuse. Now that's up at the front of the vehicle. This is at the rear of the vehicle. Somewhere in between, we have a brake. Uh, we have a open in that circuit somewhere. So it's up to me to find that. Of course, this is where the tech tip really comes in because... Even though I gave this harness a really good visual inspection, you know, I took my light and I looked and I didn't see any, uh, you know, points where it was chafing or where it had rubbed through all the way through the insulation. There wasn't anything really visible, but I've seen a few other times on these trucks where this wire or another wire will corrode in a similar spot to where this one did. And if you look underneath the truck on the frame and you're on the driver's side, this would be the left side of the vehicle, the rear cab mount, so this would be the cab mount farthest towards the bed of the vehicle. And again, this is on the driver's side and you're going to see a big wire loom and a wiring harness running the length of the frame, you know, comes up from the front of the vehicle, goes to the back where that module is. If you go just a couple inches in front of that left rear body mount, you'll actually find that there's some corrosion. In my case, this was a red white wire. Now it's possible it could be another wire at that point, but Peel back the loom, peel back the tape, and again, there wasn't really any chafing here. So I don't know, you know, if there was some piercing to this wire done at some point. Uh, again, I've seen this on a few different Silverados in this year range. So it might just be a point where salt water collects inside this loom and corrodes this wire. Maybe it was a defect from the factory when they made this harness and this wire. I, I'm really not sure as to exactly why it happened, but what I will do is I'll put a picture in the Facebook group of where I found this wire. Of course, this is the power supply to the module. So what I did quick was I jumped past the corrosion because I have power on one side of the corrosion and none on the other. I jumped past it and I just quick made sure. Uh, I actually plugged in the old chassis control module and I have it dangling there on the connector. 
And I made sure I could talk to it and I could. And the trailer brake warning light was off at this point. So I show the shop, fix this wire. You're going to be good to go. So once again, the tech tip here really is where to check on one of these trucks if you have an issue, especially if it's an intermittent issue. Because when this first developed, I could totally see this being an intermittent issue where it wasn't fully corroded through. Maybe there was a little bit of connection on that wire and you'd have the light coming on and off. And I've seen that in some of these trucks. But to sum this up one more time, take a look a few inches in front of the left rear body to frame mount peel back the wire loom take the tape back and you may find some corrosion there on that red white wire that goes to the chassis control module auxiliary which runs the trailer brake system okay that's all i've got for you today make sure you check out the new episode that will be coming out on sunday other than that let's get out there start fixing the world one car at a time